What is up, Georgia Bulldogs fans? Welcome to the Red and Black Recruiting Podcast. I am your host, Micah McGookin. Let's get into our weekly dose of Georgia football recruiting. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Red and Black Recruiting Podcast. I am so excited to bring this to y'all. I can't wait to share my love of Georgia football recruiting and just uh, Georgia football in general. Uh, a little bit about me is I, I grew up, I've grown up a Georgia fan. I started really paying attention in 2012, suffered all the same heartbreaks a lot of y'all did. Uh, and now with Georgia on the mountaintop, I just enjoy really talking about uh, Georgia football, especially with recruiting. So uh, let's get into a couple of my takes about the this 2024 recruiting class that Georgia has already started off uh, very, very well. First off, I think Georgia has not addressed their uh, biggest issue in this 2024 class. And that's no surprise, to be honest. It's uh, really early in the process. They've started off faster than I even imagined they would be able to. Uh, But I think the biggest need in this class right now is uh, offensive line. And I think Georgia doesn't even have to leave the state to be able to get a premier talent. One of the names... I think they're really pursuing heavily right now is uh, four-star offensive tackle Daniel Calhoun, uh, who just transferred to Walton High School in Georgia. When you turn on Daniel Calhoun's tape, you can really see why all the premier programs in the country are after him. His six foot five and a half, six foot six frame really bodes well in the SEC. He's also around 330 pounds, so he could really fit at either offensive tackle or guard. I originally thought he would be a guard, but seeing how he is almost at 6'7", some sites have started to list him at 6'7", I could really see him making or sticking at guard, but I also could see him going to tackle. In his high school tape, you can really, really see a player who is really athletic. Uh, His team runs a lot of counter, and uh, they get him out on the edges, and he's a real mismatch, getting to the second level and getting to linebackers, moving them off their spot and just opening up holes. This is perfect for a team like Georgia, who is now a county counter-heavy team, and I think they will use that in their pitch to him. Uh, Georgia's been recruiting Daniel since he was in the eighth grade, So that relationship with Kirby Smart is really special, and he's been building that relationship with uh, new offensive line coach uh, Stacey Searles. And I think both him and Smart will do a good job in this recruitment, and uh, right now I think the dogs are a heavy favorite. They will have to fight off Alabama and others. He's uh, made quite a few visits to Tennessee, so they're also a, a big player in this recruitment. But this is a player that Georgia can't afford to miss on and so Georgia needs to put a lot of their resources in this class and stake a lot of the offensive line room on this player Uh, other players like uh, Jonathan Daniels from Pensacola Florida I know Georgia's uh, in that recruitment as well Uh, Georgia's offensive line recruiting took a little bit of a hit when Cam Pringle committed to South Carolina Georgia could always uh, do a Kirby Smart special and uh, end up with a flip of Pringle but Right now, I think Georgia's just zeroing in on Calhoun and making sure they uh, get him uh, locked up. 
Other offensive linemen uh, that Georgia are really heavily pursuing, uh, one who just recently visited is uh, Jordan Sutton uh, from Washington, D.C., up in uh, Fran Brown's recruiting area. I think Georgia is uh, – it really impressed him in their visit. Uh, teams like Ohio State and Penn State – would be ones you would uh, need to look out for in this recruitment. But I think Georgia really made an impression in that visit, and they're going to be in this recruitment for a while. Other than that, right now, I think Georgia's offensive line board is also a little bit up in the air, besides Calhoun, who I have listed as the most important recruit for Georgia in the next couple of cycles. I think Georgia can't afford to miss him. Now we've talked about the biggest need. I'm going to look at the biggest strength so far in this 2024 recruiting class, and I think you can't go past this DB room without just realizing the absurd amount of a talent they've amassed this early. With three commits in the defensive back room, two of them being five stars and safety paint Woodyard from St. John's Bosco in California and Ellis Robinson from IMG Academy or Ellis Island as he's nicknamed. I think he's going to be a shutdown corner at the next level. And I think Peyton Woodyard fits this Georgia defense as a safety uh, to a T. They also have Jalen Hayward, who's a little bit of a surprise commit at safety. It came out of nowhere. Georgia in a couple months seemed to be the leader and he uh, ended his recruitment early. So that was a big get for the dogs. They also looked to add a player like uh, KJ Bolden to this safety group. If you end up with a class of Peyton Woodyard, Jalen Hayward, and K.J. Bolden all for the safety position, that's your safety group figured out for the next three years, which is just truly, truly impressive that they have already locked up two of those guys so early. Another strength in this class that I think some people are underrating a little bit is the weapons Georgia has already amassed. They have four-star Nykar, who I think is severely underrated, and I think he's true, truly dynamic for the Bulldogs, and I think this is a player that Georgia identified early and that they're gonna, you're going to see grow and become better and better. I also think Landon Thomas is the next player in the line of tight ends at the University of Georgia. I don't think he's going to be as good as a blocker as Darnell or as dynamic as Brock Bowers, but I think he could be the best combination of all those guys combined. I also really like the newest running back commit they got in Dwight Phillips Jr. I think he's explosive, and I think he's a guy that you can just find ways to get the ball, and he'll be able to make plays. And I think uh, Georgia really identified this guy as someone that could really help their offense. And I think he's perfect for the scheme Georgia's running now. I think you could see him be uh, an Arian Smith type of player where they use him on big over-the-top routes or uh, they bring him down as a running back. It just is really up to what the staff decides to do. But overall in this class, I think the weapons are really, really special. Uh, also, you have uh, a cornerstone in your class already in Ryan Puglisi. I think he's a really, really solid quarterback. I think he has surprised some people with how good he truly is. He started off as a three-star and wasn't having much much hype. But Georgia and Alabama continued to pursue this player, and uh, Georgia got the commit from Puglisi. And once schools like Georgia and Alabama come knocking, it's only moments before everyone else knows who you are in your household name and since his commitment to Georgia Puglisi has rose to a four star and 124th in the nation I think you could see that even going even higher 
with certain quarterback competitions and other things like that. I also think that Puglisi is a player that Kirby Smart and company can really mold into the future of what this program wants at quarterback. I think he's a player that possesses all of the tools that could be great at this SEC level and at the college level. He has superb arm strength and decision making, and he seems to be able to think on his feet and get out of trouble. I don't think he's a guy who's really going to impress you with his running ability, but right now I think uh, he's a player that is a little bit rough out of the round the edges, and so it will be a project quarterback. I think it's going to take time for Georgia to really develop him. But once he develops, I think he could be a great, great addition for Georgia. And I think he could be truly something special. The only thing I can give for a caveat on Puglisi is if he's the backup. And that could be surprising to you. Who's going to be the starter over Puglisi if he's the quarterback for this class? But most teams only take one quarterback. That's not the case because Georgia is not like most teams. They are heavily in pursuit of the number one player in the nation, Dylan Rayola. Some of the other teams that are involved in this recruitment are, surprisingly enough, Nebraska and also USC. Nebraska has some family ties here with Rayola's father, uh, Dominique, being uh, a former alum for Nebraska. He played center for them. He also played in the NFL where there are some ties to the Georgia football program. His quarterback for eight seasons in the NFL was uh, former Bulldog Matthew Stafford and Georgia was able to use that relationship in the national championship game where Rayola was in attendance and got to watch the absolute drubbing of TCU and I think uh, he was really impressed by that and I think Georgia has done a good job so far. So if Georgia can outlast the family ties in Nebraska and the allure of this new coaching staff under Matt Rule, I think Georgia is in a really good spot. The other real threat, I would say, is probably Lincoln Riley and USC with all the things that USC brings on the NIL level and also with Lincoln Riley's just pedigree of quarterbacks he's developed like Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and now Caleb Williams. And so I think Georgia right now is in the best place they can be. Rayola will be visiting after this dead period ends, and I think you could see his timetable sped up a little bit. I don't think this decision goes into the season. I think Georgia, or I think Rayola will uh, make this decision before his senior year, so this could be a really big momentum builder, whoever lands him. And if Georgia were to land Rayola before the season, I think it could really start to mold this class even more where he could start recruiting different guys to come play with them. Certain weapons on the offensive side of the ball, like uh, Mike Matthews or even current Ohio State commit Jeremiah Smith, could be on the tables for the dogs. With Without Rayola, they might not have a chance to land them. So I think Rayola is definitely a very important target in this class. Other than Rayola, I think... Some other big names they're after right now, I think, on the defensive line spot, there hasn't been much taking shape of the board, but there's been two players who've kind of stood out for Georgia, and I think they're pursuing pretty heavily right now. One of them is uh, Edric Houston from Buford, and I don't even think you have to go look up the huddle tapes to realize how special this guy is. You just have to watch the game he played against uh, Thompson, Alabama, when Buford and Thompson played earlier this past uh, high school season, Thompson could not block 
Edric Houston and he just wrecked everything they were trying to do on the offensive end. I think he fits perfectly in the five tech for Georgia, playing that Malik Herring hand in the dirt type of role, helping in run support and just being an overall pain to the offensive line. The other defensive lineman I think Georgia has really identified and started to think, hey, this guy, we like him, is uh, five-star Justin Scott. Scott was planning on committing between, it looked like, Michigan and Notre Dame, but then Georgia offered uh, surprisingly a little bit late. But since the Georgia offer, Scott has kind of put a slowdown on his recruitment. He's planning on visiting Georgia, which is a big tell on he wants to see what the dogs can offer him, and with the defensive line pedigree they've had in the past few seasons, who could really blame him? And so I think Georgia is really involved in there. I think another player, uh, defensive line-wise, Georgia is really looking at is uh, the New Jersey native Jordan uh, Thomas Thompson. I think uh, he is uh, really, really good. I think he's underrated. And I really like the level of high school football that is in New Jersey. I think size comparison uh, to the SEC is kind of comparable, which is very surprising. I thought this last year with uh, Sadir Mitchell. It didn't look like he was just playing against a bunch of uh, nobodies. It looked like he was actually going against uh, pretty good competition. So I'm excited to see how that recruitment goes. I think he's a pretty good player. Other big-time defensive targets that I think Georgia has really identified as guys they want, uh, one of them is, I think, uh, Jefferson linebacker Sammy Brown. I think Georgia brings him in and teaches him to be a pass rusher, but they're going to have to fight off teams in play like Clemson and others uh, for his services. So I think Georgia has identified uh, Sammy Brown as one of the players they really want. Other than that, um, some of the other players I think Georgia is really, really heavily pursuing are on the offensive end, uh, going back to maybe running back where they had a little bit of a miss in the 2023 recruiting class where they did end up getting Roger Robinson, who I think is going to be a pretty good running back, but they did miss Justice Haynes, which was a big surprise for the Bulldogs. Uh, Justice's dad being a former alum, that was a hard pill to swallow, but I think Georgia has identified a couple of different players. Right now they do have two quote-unquote running back commits. It's kind of to see what they want to do with Dwight Phillips Jr. and if uh, Tovani Mazel remains committed to the dogs. But I do know they are also uh, recruiting players like uh, running back from IMG Academy, Jarrett Gibson. I think he is uh, his player comp is like Sony Michelle. I think he could be really, really good for the Bulldogs. I also know that the Bulldogs are heavily involved with uh, Chauncey Bowen. Bowen, the Florida commit. Uh, I know many Florida fans are a little bit nervous that Georgia is going to come in and take their prize recruit, which as a Georgia fan, I would love to see that. Any, any way to make uh, Florida stay a little bit miserable, we always love that. But Overall, I think Georgia is really pursuing heavily at the running back position, uh, two or three guys, and I think they're going to end up doing what Georgia always does with running backs and continue to add to their... I also truly believe that there's any player in this 2024 class that Georgia wants, they're going to pursue, and I think they're that recruits are going to listen. I think that Georgia has built this massive recruiting machine and I don't think I see it stopping anytime soon with Kirby Smart at the helm I think he's built this program to last I think this is a new dynasty in college football and I think Georgia is going to continue to dominate on the field and in recruiting 
Now that's all for me from this week. I'm going to continue to keep you posted on the happenings in Georgia football recruiting, what players they're pursuing, break down the new commits, uh, maybe have some guests along the way. That's all for me. Thank you. God bless.